His 30 seconds are totally out of context. History Bonanza. I hate terror. I want it to go away. I bow's on. He's, he's bow's on. He's about two centimeters thin. Is it dusty in here? When was the last Archbishop of Canterbury, baby? Tell you what. Oh, boy, how. Don't be a time thief. Hey, uh, hey. life hack. Kill yourself. Chachi, chachi. I guess it could catch on. Oh, man, a man fell on the floor. You're the Aryan child among us here. When Calvin and Hobbes clack in those comic books, it's really a highlight. History Bonanza. 7 till 9 p.m. That's Tuesday. Day evening entertainment. Radio 191 FM. Every story has an end, but in life, every ending is just a new beginning. In the beginning, there was a man with a radio station and a slot open between 9 till 11. And there was no one else better to fill it apart from two numbskulls born from the ocean of Neptune's loins. It's History of Bonanza! Hello, good evening! Hello, hello! History Bonanza! With your hosts, Alex and Angus! Hello! Hello! Wow, what a pleasure it is to be back on the radio waves! I know, it's been too long! I feel I feel ahead. It's been too long since I saw your cheery little face opposite mine, Angus McBride. Still cheery! Still, uh, still, uh, got high blood pressure. Yeah, no matter okay. what, it's okay. Well, that's one of two things. I am trying to slowly kill you. Yes, well, um, it's, the it's fact that you got high blood pressure, great. The fact that you're, um, you're, you're still smiling, terrible. But we'll get to that Thank in you. time. You'll wear, you'll wear me down over the next two hours, uh, I hope no so. doubt, as, my... you, as you do every every time we come to the station. I'm a witness. Apart from I'm not something that keeps something alive, I slowly kill it by drowning it. The witness nurse available is one that does the uh, waterboarding. I've always said it. Yes. I've always said it. Anyway, hello, uh, good evening, and welcome to the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus, a radio show that, uh, 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 intends, uh, intends to have you turn off the radio as soon as possible. But it's been a long time since we've been here because we're very busy boys. Busy we boys are indeed. very busy boys. Um, what doing, I couldn't say exactly. Exactly, but there's a lot of plotting, a lot of manipulation going on, a lot of, um, of dissemination of facts and lies. And so we were going to be faking each other out because we both don't want to, <laughs> neither of us want to think the other one's too keen to, to, to be in each other's company and talk about uh, nah, nonsense. So, uh, but of course, you might be a first-time listener and you might be wondering, who are, who are these people that are talking to me? Well, across from me is... Uh, a man who needs plenty of introductions because he's not that well known. Thank you. He is a man that has more bean than man. He is New Zealand's answer to Rolf Harris. He is, of course, the novelty single man himself, the black cat of the black cats, the uh, incredible Mr. M, and the the Scottish daddy to end all Scottish daddy is Mr. Angus McBride. Oh, thank you very much. And sitting across from me, of course, I have... Uh, the one and only uh, Mr. D, um, New Zealand's answer to Boris Johnson, the uh, soon-to-be Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Um, sandy in complexion, um, jolly in persuasion, and uh, overall pretty bloody bonkers, Mr. Alex D. Wilson. Thank you, thank you. Yes, good to see, good to see you again here in this uh, lovely studio. This lovely studio, which has been our house now for many a year. Many a year, a year, and a, year and a bit, I would say. Yeah, because we have been cursed because of a past um, hate crime we've committed in our uh, past lives to live in the Radio 1 studio for the rest of time. Um, scratching Jamie Green's feet. Scratching Jamie Green's feet. I was just going to say, it does smell a lot worse than it usually does in here today. And I'd like to think that's probably because Jamie Green has forgotten his foot cream again. I think so. It's kind of got a vague odour of Rebel Sports. New shoes and no foot cream. Yeah, so it's got that like fresh rubber smell. Yeah. 
across with that um, that uh, that yucky foot smell. That's right, Jamie. Um, uh, uh, Jamie's dad, if you're listening, um, he might have left it at your house at and out of Moana. You get some uh, Granny Annie's balm on there. It will soothe away all the stink. Soothe it away. Soothe it away. Um, Alexi Wilson, uh, it's been a while since we've been sitting here with each other, but I would like to ask you a very, um, a very, um, a very pressing question on my lips. Um, how are you, Alexi Wilson? Can I ask how the question is pressing on your lips? It's going, and it needs to come out, like a, like a fetus being born. Oh, I see. Prematurely. It's kind of like you're blowing a trumpet. No, that would be... So how's, how's this, so... This is just going... Oh, I see. It's kind of like you're, you're trying to push out a gobstopper from a- your mouth absolutely. with a tongue. I That's see. That's right. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pressing. It's pressing. It's pressing. I see. It's pressing on you. How are you, Alex D. Wilson? So this question is pressing out. It's like, how are you, Alex D. Wilson? So this like question that? is crowning. Ah! Um, how am I? I am. Um, I'm quite... I think before I answer that question, Angus... Okay. I just need to um, say a few things. Is that okay? Uh, abs- uh, uh, this, is your, this is your show, baby. Well, I would just like to, um, I'd like to say hello to my friends. I would like to say hello to my family. Who are not your friends? Yeah, they're not my friends. Okay. Uh, I would like to say hello to the uh, my representation. I would like to say hello to my fan club. The ba- your bang club? My fang club. Oh, fan club. They sometimes wear novelty fangs, so yeah, it could be my fang, 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 fang club. club. Fang club, right, right. Yeah, Mr. D's Naughty Little Draculas, that's what they call themselves. I would like to say hello to the corpses of my childhood pets, Daisy, Simba and Fern. R.I.P. Hello. And I would like to say hello to you, Angus. Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, no worries. Oh, that's lovely. But um, to answer your question, I'm doing quite well. I think um, there's a lot of things going on right now. Oh, yeah. They're kind of disconcerting me, making me feel a little bit oh, really? nervous. You're like they're flustered. Yeah, they're a bit flustered because, you know, that, that cruise liner sunk last week in the middle of the Atlantic. No. Um, there was uh, the beheading in France. Okay. And, uh, was there? And, and the Vikings are invading and pillaging Ireland again. Not again. I know. So I don't know what to think. Fortunately, you're... You're 16,000 kilometers away on a, on a small Pacific island. Fiji? Take whichever one you want. <laughs> That's colonization. Yeah, it is. I shouldn't do that. Well. I've been told about taking things on the Pacific Islands, <laughs> including the Pacific Islands. Well, I think they're already taken anyway. That's a good point. Well, there's not going to be much to take soon anyway, so get it while it's hot. Literally. Literally. Hey Well, it's lovely to hear Alex D. Wilson. How are you, my oh, dear friend? Me, me, me. Me, me, me. Yes, I'm feeling very good, feeling very glad. Okay, you um, shut up now. Okay. We've had enough of that. That is fair. Um, for those of you who are joining us for the first time on History Bonanza, welcome to the History Bonanza. This is a radio show where Alex and I, week after week, will sit down and discuss a, a, a topic in history. A historical topic. As they call it. But tonight is a very special show. Why is that? Because Alex D. Wilson, yeah? after 18 months of doing this show, yeah. sort of weekly. That's a lot of months. We are hanging up our we are hanging up our hats tonight, Alex. What? Tonight I've got a hat? Tonight you've got a hat? I look terrible in hats. And there's a hook over there for it, Alex D, because at the I end look of the show. I'm terrible on hooks. At the end of this show we will be hanging up our hats and saying farewell. For this to? is what? To what? Tonight, Alex D. Wilson yeah? 
and listeners at home, this is the final episode of the History Bonanza. What? 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 That's the final episode, baby. No one told me. What? No one told me. Oh, well, you should have got an email from Radio 1's administration, but... No, I just got my weekly paycheck in the mail. What? Yeah. You're just getting paid? Yeah, aren't you? No! I'm getting paid $96 a week. What? Yeah. For a show we haven't done in a month and a half. We've been cancelled? <laughs> no, we're leaving. How's Papa Alex going to get his vegetables? <laughs> $96 a week buys you a lot of carrots. I need them carrots. I've performed an addiction. <laughs> I need something neon and, and, and phallic I can put in my mouth and get those, those carotines. We've been cancelled? <laughs> Why? What more do they want? We've no. bled our heart and souls for the show. We've been we've been led away, we've been getting away with murder for too long, Alex. You weren't meant to tell and them about the murders. He <laughs> said that was our little secret. You said no one's ever gonna go down there. It wasn't a secret, You was said no one's what? ever gonna go down to the basement of Papa's Pizza. What's... No one's ever gonna go down there to that pizza gate. What's happened? Who's gonna go there and find our little corpse that we put down in the basement of Papa's Pizza? What's happened, Alex? What? Is that Jamie Green has laid a complaint with you Against me! Against you Because of the number of times you've said on air That he's a member of the Ku Klux Klan It's not my fault he's a member of the KKK Look, he's, he's had enough he's, oh. taken, he's taken it to higher power And we've been booted off air Damn! Look, we had our good run You've 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 spouted your just your, your your inside info about Papa's Pizza being a pedo den and and I didn't and, say it was a pedo den. Oh, okay. I said that's where we hit up the dead bodies. Oh, okay, cool. And you and, should stop mentioning that's where we hit the dead bodies in the basement Green of Papa's Pizza. Of the Ku Klux Klan. It's, it, you, 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 you've hit you've hit the wall and they've had enough. I've not hit the wall. I've got more no, to you, get. I know. You, I, they they've they've had it, they've had it with you. I've got more faceless accusations. I can and make. I can't do this show alone. So we're we're out of here. I said I said look, if if Alex goes, I go. And they said fine. You really? <laughs> you said that? You I did protested, that Alex. I said, I, well, I refuse to do this show without Alexi Wilson. And I said, fine, we've already given away your slot. You, you did that? You said that for me? Of course I did, Alex. I you can't know. do this show without you. <gasps> I could do the show without you. Oh, well, but, um, unfortunately, you're too racist. So. Oh, no, I'm not racist. Jamie Green's a racist. Okay, well, uh, He's the one that wears well, the pillow slip on his head. Well, they've had enough of. What? Uh, this is bullshit, man. Anyway, for the last year and a half, this has been a very community-oriented show. So please, if you've been if you've been on board for this show for for occasionally in the last year and a half, do text us, and we'd love to hear your um, well wishes and condolences. Um, 021-272-3461 is the number, of course. Um, you could email us Alex and Angus uh, call at gmail.com to give us a really juicy mailbag segment for one <laughs> last send off. Maybe we'll have some emails today. Um, and uh, just sit back and enjoy the show because it's going to be uh, it's going to be well it's the last I can't say it's going to be good but it's uh, going to be the final one I guess I can't believe this uh, well I did tell you we're the flagship educational oh, I know, program Alex. of this I network know. look it, I've been I've been here with you for the last year and a half I've been pushing this as well we're, yeah. I, we're both been ripping this brand yeah this quality product to Radio 1 which, on, of which on which there really is nothing else like it that no. has the same level of quality research fact checking and penis jokes and lack of music and lack of music because what who cares I mean News Talk ZB is one of the most popular stations on the radio right what do they do talk and they play the monkeys once every once every Christmas. We are the Mike Hosking of Radio One. That's great. 
he got he gets a lot of money, more than ninety six dollars per week. I bet he probably has, he's probably up to his ears in carrots. <laughs> but that's that, that's not the point though. I feel like you know we've been such good bastions for this network. I go down every every week to my local racetrack with my dog. She's the devil, and she can race. <laughs> is, that her, is that her name? <laughs> she's the devil. She's the devil. Okay. Because she's a she's Jesus. fast, <laughs> right? Like the devil, like the devil, right. the, the notoriously pacey devil, and she's a devil. While she's going around running, running the races, I'm going down with my cans of beans, eating them, talking to people about the race, and saying, "Hey, mate, Radio One," and they're like, "The fuck are you talking about?" Like Radio One. What a shit! What a shit! Radio One, and they're like, oh, "This is Radio One." There's, no! a, there's not Radio One. Radio One. Radio One. Radio One. Radio One. Radio and, uh, you know, I do a lot of good public... I go out to the schools. I don't know. You go to the schools? Yeah, I go to the schools and I say, Hey, kids. Radio 1. Radio 1. You little devil. And they're like, Do you know how to get cheat codes in Fortnite? And I'm like, Listen to Radio 1. You'll get a cheat code on Fortnite. And they're like, Oh, man. I like cheat codes are out now. I don't know. Modern gaming. I feel like che- uh, any any modern day gamers out there, text us 0212723461. A cheat code's a thing of the past. Is up, down, up, down, backwards, B, A, B. Is this sort of thing still in existence or is it just... I feel like we're, I feel like we're done with cheat codes. Well, I've led the, 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 the children wrong then. Well, I don't know. I mean, this is the inside. I mean, you're the one who's going to the schools, Alex. So yeah. who am I to say? They just say to, say to me when I go to the schools, Old man, dab. I just go, and they're like, look at the old man dab, look at him go. Right. And I do that for an hour of their lunch break while they throw the um, their yogurts at me. <laughs> and so they should. And so they should. Yes, yeah, so this is the final episode of Superman of tonight. It's going to be a good one. I just feel like you it. should be more upset, Angus. I look, I've, 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 I've done what have with you the, done? I'm, I've moved past, I'm in the later stages of grief now, Alex. I've gone past anger and and sexiness and 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 and, and I got blue balls. And then that notorious stage of rage. grief, sexiness. sexiness. Oh, yeah. great! Great, I'm glad this is dead. That's but boy, right. do I want to fuck something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, sometimes funerals just make me really horny. Damn. I know. So I'm not allowed to go to them anymore. But I am going to the funeral of the history bonanza, which is right now. Right now. Should Ooh. you give us a few words? Um, uh, I think you would. I'll save them later. Okay. Actually, no, I'm, I'm ready. Them, well, maybe save them at the end of the show. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll save, save them, our, yeah, save yeah, our yeah. words for the end of the show. Um, so, um, uh, anyway, the show's not over yet. I oh, thank so, God for um, that. So, um, <laughs> with this great content, no wonder we've been on the EFA. <laughs> Good evening, listeners, and welcome to the Stupid Anza. For those of you who are just joining us, welcome to the Stupid Anza. For those of you who have been stuck it out with us through thick and thin, thank you for returning to us. Tonight, you are a part of the History Bonanza. For the History Bonanza, while Alex and I are the mouthpieces of the History Bonanza radio show, you have a part to play in this as well. With your cell phone, with your internet machine, with your email machine, you can be a producer of the History Bonanza radiogram podcast show. Any topic that we are talking about tonight, if you've got a tasty tidbit to inject in the, into the conversation, please do not hesitate to get in touch, and we will uh, take it all into account. Alex, what, can you just... What are you doing? Stop stealing the mics. Building a bridge. He's trying, to, um, he's trying to give himself some remuneration, seeing they've stolen his money. I'm going to steal all, I'm gonna steal all the microphones. <laughs> hey, $96 a week, that buys a lot of carrots. I'm sure these microphones will buy... 
give me a few carrots as well. That's true. I heard a theory the other day that if you get a parking ticket, yeah, um, just think of it as a as a as a transaction. So you just go to the local botanic gardens and take sixty dollars worth of clippings. That's such a good idea. Yeah, life hack. How? Never, never pay for a parking ticket again. Or steal sixty dollars worth of library books. Yeah, or, or, or uh, uh, street, street light bulbs. Or piss in $60 worth of water at the Moana pool. <laughs> Steal the chlorine! Sorry, the chlorine! Steal a exocycle. Um, you said something before. Uh, it's likely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, well, um, um, ready to play that sing segment there, Angus? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, yeah. And Floodwatch. Oh, Floodwatch. Oh, my God. What's happening out there, Alex? Welcome to Dunedin's one and only dedicated Floodwatch uh, radio segment. You may be uh, tricked by the CBD, but this is, in fact, uh, Dunedin's official Floodwatch channel. Don't uh, listen to bloody civil defence. Forget about civil defence or met service. This is the real location for flood information. I went down to the civil defence the other day, Angus, and I said... Excuse me, all of you, all of your information about floods are out of date, incorrect, and just a, a straight-up lie. And you know what they, they told me to do? What? They told me to leave. I thought that was very uncivil. Very <laughs> uncivil defense indeed. It's a key word. Civil. Civil. There's no civility about them. Not at all. They're an uncivil bunch of jokers, and someone needs to go down and, and put some cranberries in their roast dinner, if you know what I mean. Spank them. Spank them. Anyway, back to the flood watch. We are currently looking... Peered over the museum reserve. It's uh, it's uh, looking a little bit. Um, uh, yes, I couldn't put it better myself. Boggy, 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 indeed, boggy and marshy. So what's that mean for the future? Well, I had two rugby coaches down in primary school called Boggy and Marshy, and they used to spank me senseless and say, "Go big on my wing, go big or go home, boys." Boggy and marshy, they were. They wanted me to make me the next Andrew Mertens, but the problem was, is I didn't have any legs. <laughs> I was more crab than man, with big pinches, and whenever I picked up the ball, it would pop. But back to the flood. It's boggy and marshy. Pretty pretty dry, though. If you've got some old birds, don't go out there. They'll get ruined. They will get ruined. That's a, that's a, that's why you don't have a wool shoe. But I guess their milk shoes, they do get, go in the laundry, though, don't they? They go in the washing machine. Oh, I guess they do. They're very comfortable. Yeah, all right. All right. Oh, all right. I love yeah, we're not getting sponsored by all birds. Oh, but I love an all bird. It goes so well with my mag- magnet, mag- magnet, what are they called by? My little woolen magnet blanket. The one that gives oh, Sheila yeah. the arthritis. <laughs> yeah. Sheila. Biomag! Biomag, Sheila can't live without her arthritis. She gets from her Biomag. <laughs> She's like, I need my arthritis. Put on the Biomag, hun. And like, if Boggy and Marshy were here, they would be like, oh, don't kick up the blanket on. That's soft, son. Pick up the bull. Run and be the next Andrew Mertens. But she don't get that, Sheila. She don't get that at all. She wants that biomag. She wants that arthritis. You know, she don't want that crap Andrew Mertens for her husband. And I don't blame her. That's Blood Watch. The last, the final flood watch. The final flood watch. Here I say it. We're so, going to have a number of our favourite segments on, uh, on the show tonight, no doubt. We'll, uh, re- we'll revisit every single one of them. Um, no doubt, isn't it? Um, is that um, our podcast within a podcast about our fan podcast about the band No Doubt? <laughs> I think it is, but okay, it is. It's lit. No Doubt. It must be time for No Doubt. No Doubt. No Doubt. Welcome back to No Doubt. It's a podcast within the show. It's uh, New Zealand's dedicated No Doubt fan podcast. Um, I'm your host, Alex Wilson, and across from me is Angus McBride. Now, Angus... Um, how long have you been a fan of No Doubt? Oh, uh, bloody hell. Uh, as long as I've uh, been conscious. 
So, um, from the womb. From the, I was in the, yeah, ban in the womb. Well, it depends. When, when do you define life? Like oh. conception? <laughs> uh, from the, from the, from the, oh, I don't know, it's too big for this concept. Well, I, I definitely do believe that life starts at conception. So, um, I was um, a fan of No Doubt since I was a little seaman, um, swimming through my dad's tubes. And I, I get on <laughs> thinking, one day I'm going to hear Gwen Stefani, not through um, my, my daddy's nuts, but, but with my real ears that will slowly develop along with my widening consciousness of the world. Um, and eventually I did, and um, you know what, Angus? What? I didn't quite care for No Doubt. Oh, well. I was more of a, um, um, a Blind Melon fan. You remember Blind Melon? <laughs> yes, no. Yeah. Oh, what? What, what, what 90s soft pop did you listen to? <laughs> Pop rock. Uh, uh, aqua. They weren't pop rock. They were pop. They were they were pop rock. Oh, they rocked. No, they're not rock. Uh, uh, Lenny, uh, Rennie. Eiffel 65. They were not, they were techno dance. <laughs> yeah, it's rock. God. What a genre. What's a genre? It's so uh, subjective. Well, I know what No Doubt is. And Aqua and Eiffel 65 is not Bomb no doubt. Bombfunk MCs. That is not no doubt. <laughs> Bombfunk MCs are closer to Eiffel oh, Smash Mouth. There we go. Smash, smash Mouth. Mouth. You're more of a it was Smash. more of the early 2000s though, wasn't it? It was. We want an early, a, a mid to late t- 90s soft rock band. Uh, um, um, uh, contemporaries of no doubt. Hanson? They were not pop rock. What were they? Pop. They were popped. One of them had a guitar. Ooh. And they had long hair. Ooh. Much like Kurt Cobain. But he wasn't pop. Who? Kurt Cobain. He was grunge. He was grunge. I often say that Hanson were Kurt Cobain times three. <laughs> All right. Well, that was uh, No Doubt, the podcast within a podcast about two people who don't care for No Doubt. Yeah, great. Um, well, the last time we have that podcast as well. But going back to Flood Watch, the end of Flood Watch, that is very sad. Well, there's no more floods. No, there's going to be no warnings about the floods. No, I know. Who's going to be watching the floods? uh, Responsibilities are going to have to go back to civil defence, the not-so-civil defence, you know what I mean? Uncivil defence. Well, I I, I would like to say, if there's anyone that's listening that would like to carry the torch to continue to be the independent and verified and underground Flood Watch broadcast system... I think you should, because uh, civil defense, it's all alternative facts, it's all fake news, fake news. We want the edgy, the good stuff, the real flood watch that they don't want you to hear. Hey, just going back to uh, No Doubt. We ended that segment. I'm just going back to No Doubt. Um, uh, you know play the sting. Isn't it time for our podcast? Just going back to No Doubt. Hello, welcome no doubt. to No Doubt, oh. the uh, podcast fanzine within a radio show. I'm your host, Alex Wilson, and yeah, across I, me is my yeah, co-host, yeah. Angus McBride. That's right. Do you know that the brother of Gwen Stefani, Eric Stefani, was uh, was a, a, a member um, of No Doubt Good. for a bit. Good. But he was also an yes. animator on The Simpsons and Ren and Stimpy. Well, there you go. These are the kind of um, Stefani facts that fans of No Doubt, the podcast about... The band, no doubt, which is featured within a radio show called The History Bonanza, hosted by you and me, really tune in for Angus, and I'm glad that we got that fact now. So Pleasure. thank you for that. Pleasure. I guess that was the end of and this got end of no doubt. Um, I, I, you know, no doubt, iconic band, iconic band, but I was not a fan of them. <laughs> but you said I was saying that we need we need to keep the the flame alive, Angus. What flame? About Flood Watch. Oh, yeah. 
course. Stop, stop looking at going down on YouTube. <laughs> thought it would be pertinent to play some No Doubt, but okay. Okay, it would be. You don't like them anyway. Let's play no, some Smash Mouth. Good. I'll continue talking. Yes, please do. <laughs> well, yes, it is the final um, final show of History Bonanza tonight. And you might be thinking, um, well, these guys are clearly making up on the spot, and we are. We are, absolutely. We as are, as absolutely. we have for the last year and a half. So, Obviously. Um, this is student broadcasting. What did you expect? Some quality content for your money? <laughs> we'll be here for the next hour and a half. Text us 021 That's 021 to Radio 1. But we would be remiss to not um, explain what the show is before we go to our first break. Do we not already? What kind of... We, we do often do two explanations. Oh, that's right. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. So we've been doing this show for a year and a half now. 18 months. Oh my goodness, I have been racking my brains. What the hell is this show about? And I just, oh, it's been, oh, it's been weighing heavy on my brain because it's so, it's, oh, so complicated. It's so complicated to work out. But, 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 Alex, being yeah. the, being the uh, PhD student that he is, yeah. uh, uh, the walking, the walking, the, the, the brain on the, a stick yeah. uh, that he is, yeah. he has very cleverly put together a very concise, concise, uh, summary of what the history bonanza is. So yeah. before we go to our first break and we come back with our topic for the evening, yeah. Alex D. Wilson, yeah. gentleman, is going to, oh. to to tell you what the history bonanza yeah. is. So Alex, could oh. you for the last yeah for the last time yeah. for the last time, Alex, uh. could you please yeah. just for those new new the new <laughs> listeners the new listeners yeah the, the, the la- final final last listeners uh. final new listeners could you just tell them yeah. Can you just tell them? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Alex, what? Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Alex, can you just tell them? What is that to be an answer? Oh, thank you. I would. I'd love to do that. Thank you, Angus. Um, so the history bonanza. I usually find it's easier if we break it down to its two component words, which which there are two. There are two component words. The first one, of course, being history. We know what that is. It's dates and stuff. Numbers, numbers, facts. Um, the the pyramids. Um, uh, George W. Bush. Um, Iraq. Um, uh, all those sorts of things. The fish turning into the lizards and the lizards turning into the apes. That kind of thing. Bonanza. The second word. Okay. Bonanza. Um. Okay, that, that word's scary. Let's go back to the first one. History. I get that. Numbers. That's everything that's happened between now and, and, and the beginning of time. So that includes all the brown you've made from your butthole, including all the brown you made from your, your mouthhole. Um, all the brown that you may have eaten on the way to, to work if you're a little doggy boy. Um, and all the brown that you have seen or smelled. Um, bonanza. Brown, I guess. So it's a history of brown. That's what we do on this show. And uh, tonight we're presenting another topic from the from the from the history of the world, uh, where we give you all of the facts, the the, the losers, the winners, story, the, all of it, um, a to a through z, is a compendium of all things historical. You don't need a history degree if you listen to this show, and that's my guarantee to you. And if you want to um, for me to um, notarize that guarantee, um, so you can take it up in the um, civil disputes court. Hey, I'd be happy to do that. I'd do anything for a fan. I'd also um, validate your parking, which is something we don't do in this country. And I'll also, um, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll trim off a little bit of my beard so you can put it on your on your brows, fake eye, eyebrows, and any other kind of uh, pointless and um, de- uh, degrading task. I'll, I'll do that for you. History Bonanza. History of Brown. Thank you, Alex.
No worries. You concise. are listening. Yeah, pretty concise. You are listening to the very final episode of the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus after 18 months of quality programming. Quality. You with are, a capital K. With a capital K. You are listening to Radio 191. FM. You know who spells things with a K? Jamie Green. That was Don't Dream is Grover from your favourite Australian rock band, Full House. <laughs> You're back on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus, the final episode thereof. And um, boy, do we have a show for you. We've oh already, my goodness. We've already had, um, no doubt, our uh, fan cast within a podcast, within a radio show about the band No Doubt. So if you missed out on that, so sorry. That's the last one. We've also done Floodwatch, but there's plenty more segments there. going to meet the untimely ends. Oh my goodness, Speaking Alex. of which, before we move on, yes. I realise that, um, seeing as this is our final show, yes. all of the hosts of our segments should probably commit um, ceremonial seppuku. <laughs> okay. As should we. I guess we should. We I mean, if, if, if this show is going to go off the air, yeah. we should both drink the Kool-Aid right now. Angus, look at me. We're going <laughs> to... Look at me. We are going out with a bang tonight. I suppose it's a good protest against our uh, unfair and untimely uh, removal from Radio 1. I know. I was getting $96 a week. Where's Papa going to get that carrot money from now? It doesn't matter when you're dead. It doesn't matter when you're dead, exactly. And they'll, right. they'll treat him. Done. Perfect. So we've got an hour and a quarter left of life. Um, so to please text it on 0212 Radio 1 That's 0212 723 um, About maybe your favourite memories of the show Or us um, So that we can relive them together And isn't that a great um, In our final moments A great final moments exactly. Thank you Yeah that's a beautiful idea Thank, Thank you, you Alex That's no great So just a note that um, All of our hosts of all our segments Will be committing ceremonial seppuku At the end of their segments So we might want to tune in back with Floodwatch And no doubt at some point so that we can see uh, those hosts untimely ends. Okay. Fantastic. Um, in the meantime, it must be time for another edition of... Uh, uh, oh. The anticipation is killing me and thrilling me. What you could be doing right now, and what you could be doing right now is uh, repairing your broken phone screen. You could be catching a Pokemon on Pokemon Yellow. You could be burning a CD of pirated music. You could be flaunting Pirate Bay's uh, content warning rules and just posting up any nonsense like a Rickroll. You could be uh, watching uh, interviews with Charlie Sheen post-breakdown. You could put your Rolex down the toilet because, hey, you don't need time no more. You could scratch your mother's vinyl flip records. You could scratch a lotto ticket and realise, oh, wait, that was a waste of money. You could go and buy all the aubergines from Countdown. You could go to follow, find a Mr. Whippy van and ask the Mr. Whippy van for some chocolate swirl. And then when the swirl comes out, you say, hey, I make that when I go home in the smallest room, which I call the bathroom. You could go to a Wilson's car park and walk up to it and press the ticket button and there isn't a car there, but then you could just walk into the barrier arm. You could um, push a, um, a, a lime scooter down the street and as it goes, wheel, wheel, you just say, hey guys, I forgot my credit card, okay? <laughs> Uh, you could go down to the Nev and loiter outside Gardens New World and intimidate the locals. You could go down to Peter Chin's house and say, Hey, Peter Chin, put on that wedding dress and sing me a song. You get your wisdom teeth pulled out and then go put the teeth on top of the teeth down at the harbour mouth. You could go down to your local kindergarten and say, Oi, kindy teacher, give me all your Legos or else. You could get down to the Esplanade restaurant and tell them their Italian food is subpar. You could go down to the local golf course and say, Hey, you know what's not subpar? My golf score. That was what you could be doing right now for the first, last time. Um, those hosts don't need to commit ceremonial, ceremonial because they're us. They're us. They're so us. We'll, we'll do it at the end. It's fine, yes. 
Um, that was a good God. segment. Must be time for us to talk about uh, this week's uh, topic, anger, uh, Alex. Oh, I forgot who you are. We've gone to that point now where the um, the magic's wearing off and we're realising we are but the same cell that has been divided by mitosis. So that's a lot of adverts for killing Michael Jackson on your, t- on your computer screen. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. What's killing Michael Jackson? Uh, probably a show about his doctor. No, that was, a, that was a set to a joke. Oh. What's killing Michael Jackson? Oh, what's killing Michael Jackson, Alex? All these baseless allegations. <laughs> yeah, right. Cool. Great joke. Um... So this week, uh, in a, a very uh, fitting fashion, we will be uh, looking at the, um, well, this week's topic, my friends, is uh, the worst, uh, ah. <laughs> the, the worst, worst ah. <laughs> sorry, that was the worst, ah. the worst hearing damage of all time, yeah, yeah. Um, the worst, ah. the worst TV show finales of all time. Oh, that's such a good topic. Thank you. Because this is the worst finale of anything. I know. So, uh, uh, spoiler uh, spoiler alert, number one won't be this joke. Because <laughs> that's too obvious a joke. Too obvious a joke. Number um, one on the list, Alex, is um, Beverly Hills 90210. Beverly Hills 90210. Let me tell you a thing or two about that, Alex D. I've got a thing or two about that as well. Uh, also, before I get into this, if you're listening to the show, you can text us 0212723461 if you want to let us know what you think your uh, what biggest, you think. What was your biggest letdown of a series? And I'm 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 just gonna say now, don't bother saying Game of Thrones. We get it. Your butt hurt. I don't care. What does butt hurt mean? Your your butt's hurt. Oh no. Your butt's hurting because you hated it. I don't give a shit. I don't watch the show at all because it's stupid and boring and you're a big nerd. You know what the irony in this is? What's that? I get butt hurt when I fall over on the icy on the icy path and I, I fall over my bottom and I hurt myself. I get butt hurt if I take too much codeine and can't poo. <laughs> That's pretty good, pretty good, but not ironic. Because insofar that the Game of Thrones is called A Song of Ice and Fire. And, um, you know, the ice is there and it brings a fire on my butt. That's true. When I fall over yeah, butt yeah, hurt. Yeah, right, right. Anyway, so I don't want to hear about Game of Thrones. But anyone, text text 0212723061 and let us know what your uh, what your what your biggest letdown of a series was. But number one, of course, is Beverly Hills. I don't know if it's number Beverly one. Hills. Well, a number uh, of the random assortment, number ten, I guess, or number yes. eleven or whatever it is. Is Beverly uh, the Hills first, the first one of the evening? Beverly Hills 90210. After ten seasons of teen angst and drama, the big ending for this popular Fox sitcom, which aired in the year 2000, saw Donna and David Not finally, Donna and David. finally getting married. No, beyond their torrid ro- romance, yeah. rather than beyond their torrid romance, rather than move onward and upward with her life, Kelly decided no. to pursue her relationship with Lady Magnet and constant drifter Dylan. No, Luke Perry. R.I.P. Adding more fuel to the horrible fire, Jason Priestley, no! who, who had left the show after a prior season, yeah! didn't, didn't even return in person to reprise his role as key character Brandon. Jason! And simply sent a video message with warm wishes from for his best buds. The show was never Shakespeare, but the finale left many believing it had that it overstayed its welcome. Jason, that's bullshit, bro. Jason Priestley. Jason Priestley, get your act together. Jason Priestley! Which on the 90210? You, you can't get out of the 90210 apart from the death. Um, fun fact. Yes. Um, back when Netflix was just an American phenomenon, yes. I signed up for Netflix. I did too. And I, do you know what my zip code was? What? 90210. Nice. I think I picked the same one that, um, uh, I think I picked the one that The Sopranos lived at. Oh, very good. I can't remember what that was, but uh, I think I got a uh, New Jersey, New Jersey zip code. Was it um, 6969? Forget about it! <laughs> 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 oh, 
I'm still hurt. Oh, bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. I, I wish I go forget my... you, Tony Soprano. Gotta go see my therapist. Why do you think you can't handle the stress of the modern world, Anthony? Uh, you, Alex, you saw the list before. Um, do, do you feel there's anything missing from that list? What TV series have you invested a large amount of time in and found that either you couldn't finish it because it was stupid or that, or you, you it, it built up to a great ending and it just didn't it didn't meet the um it didn't it meet the it didn't cut the mustard? Well, that's a good question. Um, you know I love my boys down at Entourage. <laughs> 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 um, no, to be honest, um, the Entourage went out the same way it came in, which was as a streaming pile of turd. Right. Um, but you stuck around. I do. I actually watched all the Entourage. Right. Am, I, am I second or third year for some stupid reason? Sure. Fuck, that was a terrible waste of my life. Yeah, I don't even know what it is, but that's great. It's about Turtle and E, and they're trying to make it in Hollywood, brah! All oh, right. Cool. Um, no, what, what, uh, what, 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 Rest of Development's still going. Ugh. But that's been awful for it's, a long it, time. It, 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 in my mind, it officially ended when it ended 10 years ago. It officially ended 10 years ago. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes, 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 yes. We could yes, say yes. that the last two seasons of that show have been its last episode. And it's been awful. True. I haven't watched the new episode, of the new series of Twin Peaks. But the when that first died in the 90s, that was strange as hell. Apparently it got really weird. I've only watched the first few episodes and I thought, how is this going to evolve from uh, what seems like a pretty traditional murder mystery into some interdimensional David Lynch classic? Yeah, because um, the, the last episode of Twin Peaks is, is so good. Right. It's awesome. But then they released this kind of movie to try and like appease the fans by resolving in the 90s. And that movie is god-awful. Right. It's real bad. Listen. No, Maholland Drive. No. Maholland Drive. It's no Maholland Drive. It's like the best film Park. ever made. What is? No, it's the best film of the um, two th- of the 2000s. It's the best film of this millennium. What is? Maholland Drive. What about Spirited Away? It's like number two. What about American Beauty? It's like number... It's in the top 20. What about... This is according to the BBC. Oh, well, the BBC can fuck off. Hey, they know film. No, they don't. They know they know British broadcasting and how to be a corporation. On which they broadcast and, and film. And how to be on which they broadcast film, Alex D. No, they're not on broadcasting, they don't. They broadcast. No, not on traditional broadcasting. That is the silver screen, not the golden screen, which uh, is the oh, I'm sorry. Do they not play movies on the TV? Not on the BBC, they don't. Yes, they do. When? <laughs> BBC 2. Are you gonna tell me? You gonna sit here and tell me that Jimmy Clarkson has a career in the movies? It's after Top Gear. Stephen Fry. Oh, he, he's terrible in the movies, isn't he? What about Viva uh, Vendetta? He was in that. Yes. Well, that's a that's a subpar movie. The comic books are a lot better. Oh, oh, oh Mr. I prefer the graphic novel. I do, but <laughs> Jesus Christ! Our second series for tonight is Dexter. Dexter. The film Dexter. glorifying cannibalism. Dexter's laboratory. Uh, talk, talk, talk me out for a second. I'm going to do some research. Well, um, I presume Angus is talking about the um, the much-loved Cartoon Network show Dexter's Laboratory, in which a small redheaded boy with a strange German accent for some reason, despite his family being aggressively American. Um, that little boy goes along and, and does science well beyond his um, age of six years. 
He makes death rays, shrink rays. Um, he makes a little monkey have superpowers. Um, everything under the sun. And why that got cancelled? Um, well, it, it beggars the mind and boggles belief. He had a very annoying sister called Diddy, who was always getting in his laboratory. Diddy, get out of my laboratory! Um, and uh, he did not care for that. And his that parents was, didn't have heads. And his parents, no, his parents did have heads. Did they? Yeah, there was a redhead mum. No, 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 no. You never saw them. Did you not? No, you never saw. I think you might be getting confused with the um, fairly odd parents. I am getting confused with the fairly odd parents. Fairly odd parents. Fairly, fairly odd parents. Fairly odd parents. Fairly god parents. It was a good show. You know, it was also a good show. What? Dexter's Laboratory. Also a good show. Um, I saw, I saw so the whole series on what? DVD the other day. Really? Yeah. In a shop. Why didn't you buy it? I didn't. You should have bought it. I don't have a DVD player. No one does, but what you put on your shelf, right? Wasn't it? No one reads books, but they buy books. Yeah, but they put them on their shelf so you feel like you're culture. You're like, oh, you, do you love the book thief, do you? Or, oh, really? You've got the whole book collection of Woody Allen. Oh, that's problematic. Oh, oh you've got the luminaries. Oh, have you read it like no one else has? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get a sub out of that, Alan or Captain. Oh, the, the Penguin Book of History. I read about halfway through that. I got bored. <laughs> oh, that book does get quite boring once it just becomes names of MPs. First time oh. <laughs> Oh, you got the collector's edition of Jurassic Park. Is that the DVD or the book? Both. Oh, jeez. Culture, culture. You must oh, love your dino. Oh, the Lord of the Rings special editions that oh. look all weathered and oh, oh. And the fancy foil. Very good, very good. Anyway, Dexter. Is um, this a scratch and sniff? <laughs> Dexter. Oh, I've just got a text, Alex, uh, which is saying that Dexter's parents did have heads. You're thinking of Charlie Brown's paint. No, I'm not. Charlie Brown's peanuts and the secretary from the... Uh, oh, the Mayor and Powerpuff Girls. The the secretary of the Mayor and Powerpuff Girls didn't have a head. I'm certain that the parents... And Angus, you're always thinking about Charlie Brown's peanuts. <laughs> but anyway, go back to Dexter's laboratory, which I assume... Thank you, Tom, like... for that insight. Oh, they did have heads. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there was a... There was a show where everyone was really low down and you never saw the top of the... Oh, uh, no, there were... Charlie are, Browns has been There were no adults in Ed, Ed and Eddie, were there? None I, none whatsoever. I can't remember. Ed, Ed and Eddie, you can't remember? No, I can't remember any parents. I remember the show. I think that was the thing about it, is, the, is that Ed, Ed and Eddie was like this sandbox world where the, they only lived in a like a in that cul-de-sac, and they never went any further than the cul-de-sac, so it was like a little... Like they were trapped, and there were no parents. How there come were no adults. Ed, how come Ed and Eddie... Had so much money to build inventions to get gobstoppers, but no money to buy gobstoppers. I don't know. Well, they probably just nicked stuff from people's sheds. They stole things. Yeah, they were they were naughty boys. That is not good television watching for children, that's for sure. Well, it was fun. And like Dexter's laboratory, where he was just a curious mind. So going back to Dexter's laboratory, which I assume is what Angus is going to be talking. Dexter, the the cannibal show. I just wanted to find out whether um, there was a spike in cannibalism after a TV <laughs> show aired that glorified it. Who um who t- who takes the records of cannibalism? Oh, Neil, he wasn't a cannibal, was he? He just killed people. Was he a cannibal? No, I, he just I, I never people. watched it. No, he was a serial killer. I bet no, Dexter, Dexter, show, would, have, Dexter no. would have loved to have what's eaten that DD? show that's on? There's a show that's on now, The Santa Clara Diet. That's about cannibalism. I that's about a zombie. A spike in what? She's a zombie. Oh, whatever. Anyway, um, Dexter aired, shush! Oh, Dexter aired for eight seasons. Hello! Oh, guess, come in, come in, stop banging! Hello! Hello, who are you? My name has been said many times on this show! Are you grown up Dexter? Yes! 
<laughs> You're a man now. I am a boy man. You're still tiny. Yes. <laughs> I had many steroid problems as a child. Well, sorry to hear that. Yes! Was that you? Was that an experiment gone wrong or were your parents secretly drugging you? They were my mother. She secretly smoked while I was in utero. Oh, secretly? Yeah, that's why I speak with this stupid pan European accent. Sort of French, bad French. Bad French German, maybe? <laughs> you German. You German? Uh, what do you want? I just came here to say that the cancellation of my show, Dexter's Laboratory, was way more waffle than the cancellation of any other show, including the Dexter. Great. Thank you, Viren, but... Can I say some other things while I'm here? <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. Oh, thank you. You're a little ball of muscle. I just want to say that I'm just popping over to make a, a shrink ray and a superpower monkey at the age of seven. I got declined to become part of the University of Otago uh, faculty because I didn't get UE. <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, Dexter can't read English book. He needs them French-German ones. So, um, yeah, I've been um, selling um, little novelty knickknacks down by um, down by the stadium. You come come down to Dexter's stall and we got um. Little robots of all the Highlanders. We got them. <laughs> we got them. Dan Randall and uh, you not seem to be interested in any I'm of really this. not. Okay, well, I'll go. Bye. Uh, before I go, I heard that all of your guests are killing themselves on your show. Yeah, yeah. You're but Dave has got nothing for living you're for. You're going to get on that too. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay, he's jumped the gun and done it anyway. Thank you, Dexter. Uh, anyway, Dexter... Dexter, the television show about the uh, serial killer, ran for eight seasons on Showtime from 2006 to 2013. Uh, and Dexter viewers became completely infatuated with the title character. Um, In love. The vigilant serial killer, beautifully portrayed by Michael C. Hall. We'll see about that. He couldn't help but fall in love with him. Each season seemed to be better than the last at first, but the series showed signs of peaking in season four. Peaking duck? When John Lithgow... What? When John Lithgow wowed us with his character at uh, the character arc as the Trinity Killer. Loyal fans continue to stick with it for a lackluster season that followed, though hoping <laughs> for it, uh, for, hoping for at least a satisfying ending. That never happened, unfortunately, and the finale, which felt all too rushed, just ended up angering longtime viewers. To this day, fans are still calling for a spin-off, dismissing the finale that had Dexter living in a personal hell as a bearded lumberjack in hiding never to have been caught or presumably kill again that is dumb that is lackluster that is dumb John Lithgow was in Dexter uh, that's great who is that he's um, John Lithgow uh, yeah saying the name again doesn't help me well okay he was on Third Rock from the Sun oh yeah I know him he was in Shrek okay he was um, a star of um, the, th- the theatre stage okay he was in uh, The World According to Gar. Okay. Do I need to go on? No, you're done. Thank you. That was great. That was great. Hey, Angus, yes. I love it when we give updates on how well our own show is doing. <laughs> it's really good. Well, we're the only ones listening and we are, we're only doing this one more time, so... Hey, it's going great. It's going great. What do you... Uh, Angus, just yeah. before we move oh, on. Oh, yes. Let's do a quick check-in. Thank you. Um, I think it's going great as well. 
Yes. Um, I think it'd be good for us to have a good communication, good communication, open communication on our final episode. Okay. Where we just sort of talk about what we want to see over the next hour or so. Like, what do you need? Like, well, it's been going great. Great, we know that. Yeah. What do we need in the second act of the show? Uh, we need some bangers. What does that mean? Good, some hit tunes. Oh, some bangers? Yeah, some, some hit, hit tunes. tunes. Some bangers like some guns? Or some like pop, pop tunes, good hot hot tunes, hot, hot poppins, poppin tunes, hot poppin tunes, hot poppin tunes. Yep. Uh, we need um, a few more segments. Uh, I'm really looking forward to um, the That's Life headline of the week. Great, it's gonna be great. So uh, good. I think we'll come to that after the next break. And um, and just uh, just some good uh, good old bloody chat. Well, that's what we've been doing, mate. Well, I mean, I'm not happy with the trajectory of the show so far. You, you're unhappy with it. Well, I am. I am too. I think we're going. I think it's going great. You know what? I think we do need though a little more pep and zeal. No, we've got we've got plenty of pep and zeal. What I think we do need though is we might might need just like um, Coca Cola. One Coca Cola, yes for us. Okay. Very good. I'll organise that. Okay. But I think you know, <laughs> at, at the end of like Act One of the musical, yes. I hear. There's always like the big thing, like end of Phantom of the Opera, they drop the chandelier. Yeah. Um, Jean Valjean drop, jumps off a bridge or something in Les Mis. Hamlet, the whole building explodes. Yeah, in the middle of the play. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got it. Um, we need that. I think we, we need, need that. We need a bang. We need a big bang now. Okay, I mean, so Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory just killed himself on our show. That's bogus. It's, it's pretty That's good. That's bogus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, maybe. Um, Maybe we'll just... Hello? Hello? Hello, who's this? Um, it's Kim Hill. Oh my goodness! Yes! Oh my goodness! Yes! It's Kim Hill, Kim Hill, Alex, Alex, Kim Hill's back! Uh, really, really? It's Kim Hill! Kim Hill's back! Kim Hill! Yes, it's me, it's Kim Hill! Kim Hill, I've just got to say that you've been a real inspiration to us over the last 18 months. Really? Well, it hasn't shown in your show, your programming's been awful. Oh, well, uh, you know, we don't have a, we, we do it all by ourselves. We're, well, we don't, have, don't have any fancy producers or anything well, like I that. Well, I have three! Yeah, well, you have heaps, because you I've got Tim, Tom and Tam! Yeah, well, exactly. So give Tip us Tom, a, Tam, come here. Give us a break. We got, you know, we, this isn't our full. We don't just work one day a week like you, Kim Hill. Oh uh, well, you know, I don't even one day. I don't work for like two hours a week. Well, you've heard it, you know, you know, Age of Four Beauty, haha, <laughs> all that. Well, no, no, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. In oh, that well, what a name, Angus! Why the bloody hell have you been wasting eighteen months of your life doing this? Oh, because it's so good fun, and I get to hang out with my good friend Alice Wilson, who's sitting right beside you. Oh, I've never had friends. No, well, obviously too busy being learned and schooling yourself, so you can. So you can school people. Yes, exactly. Angus, if you want to make it in the broadcasting industry, there's no time for friends. Oh. There's only time for no time for like France. Tom and Tam. <laughs> there's no, there's time, no time for, for France. Friends or France? I've always said that. There's no time for France. I stick by that. Have you tried covering France in one news bulletin? It's impossible. It's from impossible. Montpellier to Toulouse, it's too much. I agree. Too much to cover. Oh. So ignore France. Uh, ignore you, your friends. Have you come here to, to say something to us? Yes, I'm just saying. I think a well, I see a wish and a condolence. Yes, yes, yes. If you let me speak. Okay, yes. Stop sorry, talking sorry, over come, me. Sorry, come. You can't talk over a lady. Well, I've learned the best from the best. <laughs> well, that's a good point. <laughs> Mind you, style is um, say esoteric. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just, I see a lot of potential in you, Angus. I see, in fact, a new Kim Hill emerging from your lines. What about Alex? Huh? What about Alex? No, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, what, that's what Radio 1 said as well. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he got paid $96 a week, though, someone oh, didn't. Yeah. Well, you know, he's the name, I guess. But anyway, I see talent <laughs> in you, Angus McBride. And um, I came here to say, if you want to make it in this business, which I think you can, you have to ignore your friends. You have to ignore France. Ignore France. Ignore France. Ignore your friends. Okay. Good advice. Are you going to take it on board? No. Will you come well, with me? That's the last show tonight, so I'll probably... No. But you know where there's a spot for you? Run, run, RNZ? Radio New Zealand, my boy. <laughs> 
I feel like you're taking the piss. No, I, maybe. No, it is. Is it? Man, I can take over Jesse Mulligan's spot. Oh, please. We hate him. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> Mornings with Jesse. Does never ring with it. He's always talking about Carly Rae Jetson. Go fuck himself. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm always hating the new blood. It's true. It's but true. I, I like you. Oh, thank you. I'll be in new blood soon. Fantastic. Okay, well, we'll write up the paperwork then. Oh, I don't think you're uh, able to contract me, are you? Yes, I will. Here we go. Anyway, hell, your guests are committing suicide on your show. That's right. Are you going to join in as well? Uh, well, I guess why not? Oh, no. Kim Hill just murdered herself on our show. Sorry. That was the goal, I guess. Oh, did Kim Hill just murder herself she on did, our show? She did. She did, yeah. That's insane. I know. I'm oh, sorry, I had to go to the bathroom. People are... I had a lot of brown coming out of me. Oh, that's... Yeah, it will happen. But there's a, piece of, there's a piece of paper on your, um... Disc, on, the, on the disc here, Angus. Is that? What does it say? It says, um, it's a, it's a contract. Contract? Yeah. Oh, cool. From, from Radio New Zealand. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. I'm, I'm moving up in the world. Oh, you are? Oh, well... Yeah, my, my name's not... Is, is there another contract for me? I don't... She didn't say anything about it. Who didn't? Kim Hill. Well, she's dead. Well, she... I guess she left it there. For... for Oh, well, yeah. well, I mean, you, I mean, you're not going to take it though, are you? Nah. We're committing cer- ceremonial seppuku at the yeah, end of this yeah. episode, eh? Yeah. We're both going out the yeah. way we intended no, that's to, right. eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So you won't mind tearing this up on air, eh? What? You won't mind just tearing up this contract on the air? Um. Look. Um. I'll do it after. I'll do it in the next segment. Um, what okay. are you going to? You're going to get some Coca-Cola. Right yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pick you the coats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and when I get back, that, that contract better be in pieces. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're on Radio One Ninety One FM. This is the final episode of the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. Very sad. Very sad. Um, we and we are doing tonight. We are doing the worst uh, final episodes of a, of television shows of all time. Feel free to text us in 0212723461 to throw your hat in the ring uh, with regard to a series that you stuck with for a long time and were totally let down by the last episode and I don't want to hear Game of Thrones because I don't care about Game of Thrones. You're on Radio 191 FM, we'll be right back. That was Nasty Nick and the Downtown Crew with their symphonic choral hit, Jesus is Risen, Get Down and Diggy With It. And you're back on Radio 191 FM on the History Bonanza, the final episode of History Bonanza. Oh my goodness. Ah, bye. bye. But not now. We're still well, not here. Another 40 minutes of film. 38 minutes left. Oh my oh. goodness. Oh my goodness, it's all ending. It's all ending. But don't worry, not without another ripping segment of That's Life Headline of the Week. A mobile phone blinded my cat. That's, That's life. life. Jessica Rabbit spoiled our marriage. That's Life. 22 seconds later, they had stolen my teeth. That's Life. Tadpoles, tadpoles, tadpoles. And 10 more ways I impressed my man. That's, That's Life. life. Fun games and photos of abused woman. That's, That's life. Um, we were so we had to dive in. We were so hard we had to dive into the sand dunes. That's, That's life. life. Take part in our fantasy giveaway where you could win your weight and awful. That's, <laughs> That's life. life. <laughs> First he said he loved me, then he bought me ham. That's, That's life. life. And finally, my cat stole my boyfriend, mother, and car, all in one night. 
That's, That's live. live. That was live. So remember, if you're ever feeling down in life, that your favorite um, historical flagship uh, educational program is no longer on the air, just go down to your local um, aisle three at your countdown and find your That's Live magazine. They'll be filled with many heartwarming and enlightening um, stories that you can no doubt identify with because <laughs> That's Live. And you, might be able to, <laughs> <laughs> and you might be able to um, win yourself a um, Toyota SUV at the same time. So go on, uh, get on down. Brilliant. Thank you, Alex. And uh, our next show, of course, for the, wor- the countdown of the worst uh, TV show finales. Um, of all time. Oh, but, I mean, this, this next one. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother. How did you meet her? Uh, no. The TV show. What about, what about, when did, when did you meet my mum? I didn't. What'd you say then? It's a TV show. What is? How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, I'm going to. The finale what? of this long-running series polarized viewers. The premise My mum polarized of the show, which ran on CBS for nine seasons from 2005 CBS. to 2014, which led character Ted Mos- Mosby, narrated, voice narrated by Bob Saget and played by Josh Redner, recounting... Those are three names that are all made up. Recounting to his now teenage kids the long roundabout story of how he met their mother. Every episode featured an integral moment in his life that supposedly led up to the to that big meeting. So when, after a 208 episode, uh, 208 episode build-up, uh, viewers find out the mother had actually long passed on and wasn't about to walk into the frame and let them know dinner was ready, hearts across America sunk in despair. What truly angered fans, though, was that Ted went on to pursue his on-again, off-again relationship with Robin, thus cheapening the story. Basically, the mother had been so central to the story ended up the mother who had been so central to the story ended up playing second fiddle to Aunt Robin. Sure, love stories don't always have a happy ending, but with such a long, drawn-out story about how Ted met this woman, one would expect it to be a romantic love story, not a tale of one that got away. Cause she did. Fuck. Well, um. Hey, sometimes it's better to not find out how someone met someone's mother. I haven't even seen that show, so uh, who cares? <laughs> well, I guess you, you do because you, you're doing a radio show about it. Oh yeah, true. Um, so go. Th- it was um, Bob Saget, Ted Mosby, and Josh Radner. That's right. Those are three names that don't belong to human beings. Well, Todd Bob Saget. He's the blue Todd, comic. Todd Bob Saget. He's the blue comic. I know. I know Bob Saget. I know who he is. I know who all three of those gentlemen are. Okay. It's just more that they all sound like made-up names. Well, someone made them up. <laughs> oh, I've been hoisted by my own baton. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's, my fate is my face is as red as a, as a beetroot. Now, Alex, we might as well push on to this next one, because I know you've got a thing or two to say about it. Do I? The next show in our long list of shows that have a terrible finale is, of course, Lost. Well, find it, then. What? Find it. Uh, we've, lo- we've lost the next show. Uh, Alex. What? Oh, what? God. Well, we have gonna... to find it. We, I'm we... going to commit suicide early, I think. Well, that's fine. <laughs> well, did you refer to that radio, um, that radio New Zealand contract? Oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Lost was another finale which polarised viewers. Oh, Lost. The much-hyped end to Lost aired on ABC and con- to conclude the ABC. show's sixth-season run Always in 2010. And seemed uh, to add more confusion to top of the head-scratching premise of the series as a whole so they were dead all along or are they dead now at which point did they all die 
which parts of the time jumping story were real and which weren't. Immediately, while fans, while many fans called this show's finale one of the worst, others appreciate the open-ended nature of the conclusion, which spurred debates and theories that are discussed to this day. Maybe that's what creators J.J. Abrams, Carlton yeah. Cuse, and Damon Lindelof intended. Either way, some clarity would have been nice to tie up the up the convoluted, strange, and mysterious series. Now, Alex, I know you've got a thing to say about to, about, to say about Lost. Well, there's a couple of things I want to say about Lost. Did you watch it? I watched the first three seasons. Okay. And I gave up. You got halfway. I got halfway because by the end of season one, everyone had predicted what eventually was the outcome, which is that they're all in some kind of purgatory. They're all dead. We got that. But then they had to basically make six more seasons to basically say, no, they're not in purgatory. No, no, no. But then by the seventh season, they said, yes, they're in purgatory. We couldn't think of anything better. Great. Um, so, essentially, the um, writers of that show thought they were a lot smarter than they actually were. <laughs> and um, uh, you can say what you like about open-ended story- stories. I quite like them. I, I don't like being served on a platter. But at the same time, you want to have, have confidence that the people that are writing what is being written actually know what like they're the, doing. The British office was an open-ended end, but there was a couple of nice conclusions to make you feel satisfied. Well, you, you felt like there was there was a well-thought-out story. They knew what there was happening. They knew what the story they wanted to tell. They weren't going to serve it all on a platter for you. No. This, however, was like, here's some random storylines. You make your own conclusion out of it. Right, we right. certainly have not made one at all. It was, right. a, it was a whole bunch of contents that they chucked together. A bit like a spaghetti soup. Yum! Have you had spaghetti soup? <laughs> Is it just watered down spaghetti? No, it's watered up. Watered way up. Watered up, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, watered down. No, watered way up. <laughs> you got a little bowl of spaghetti? You want that water way up. That's way watered. Way watered up. Way watered up. Great. Yeah, I'm um, lost. Um, the guy... The, the, fuck, there's a lot of people on that show. Too many people. Too many people. Too many cooks. Twelve cast members is too many. It was more than that at one point. Well, I don't know. It was, there was Hurley. There was the Hobbit Man. There was Matthew Fox from ER. There was the other um, elf lady from the, the Lord of the Rings. There was a guy that looked like a hot version of me. There was a bald <laughs> man. There was a dog. There was a sentient smoke person. There was a little boy. There was a little boy's father. There were two Korean people. There was an Australian woman who was pregnant. There was... How I talk, talk about Hurley? There were the others. So there's a whole bunch of other people with all, various other physical descriptions I could go into. There was that Scottish guy called Dominic who died saving someone at the bottom of a plane. There was um, Locke's father who tricked him into giving him a kidney and pushed him out of a, a wheelchair. But then when he landed on the plane, he magically could get his legs back and he could walk again, even though he was meant to be paralyzed from the waist down. And then there was Hurley. Did I mention Hurley? The man who had the magic lotto numbers, which got him all the numbers, got him all the, the, the money, but he was unhappy about it because he stole the numbers from his dying friend. And then those numbers corresponded with the, the flight num- number of the flight that crashed. And then those numbers did something with the island. And inside the island, there was this computer. And if you put those numbers into the computer, it stopped the, 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 the machine from breaking down. There's too many coincidences. And all these people had something in common, all because of the smoke monster and this guy called Jackie Jewel or Nomad, I can't remember his name decided to bring them all together and put them on this flight 
and then make them crash into the island and then have a battle royale over the soul and humanity of humans' morality? It was too much, man! It was too much! Wow, thank Did you. I mention the a, polar bear? What a rundown. What a rundown. Yeah, <laughs> right, the polar bear. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. I remember hearing about the polar bear and the secret door. Yeah, the hatch. Yeah, the hatch. That's right. That's what the people, the, the Lost Crew call it. The hatch, it. the end of the first the season. The Lost Boys, that's what we call us, the fan thing? group. That what? Was that the end of the first season, the hatch? Yeah, they opened the hatch, and then then a light turned on, and they were like, oh, there's someone down the hatch. Turned out to be just some, some guy. Oh, yeah. God. No, it wasn't God. Saint. Uh, Bartholomew? No. Who's the saint at the Heaven's Gates? Uh, Michael? Mm, probably not. St. Joseph? St. James? St. Gus? The next Saint, series Saint on Ringo. our list, Alex, is the 1980-1990 sitcom Roseanne! Roseanne! Which oh, almost single-handedly made viewers despise the dream sequence. Uh, uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> because Roseanne ended with it was an all, it's all just a dream. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. After nine seasons of depicting an average working class family struggling to get by, the show took a weird turn when title character Roseanne hit a big hit hit a big and won the lottery. The family went on a bender, living it up uh, with their newfound wealth and setting viewers up for a disastrous end. Viewers eventually learned that sadly. It was all a story contrived by Roseanne. In fact, we discovered that her husband, Dan, didn't recover from the heart attack he suffered in a prior season. Everything they'd seen was a product of her writings, including details of her family that were altered for dramatic effect. Sure, any person with a heart would have shed a tear listening to Roseanne's final touching voiceover, but why turn everything into an uplifting comical show? Uh, into... Oh... Uh, Touching, uh, but why turn what was an uplifting comical show into a well of sadness, leaving us all with pits in our stomachs at, at the uncomfortable realization? And frankly, we're not even going to touch the popular reboots. Uh, what about Roseanne being a racist? Any thoughts on that, Angus? I think that was debunked. It wasn't. I think it was a load of crap. No, it wasn't. Yeah, she, I think it was. She doubled down on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, There's a video of her double downing on she it. She was on that drug that, um... This is the thing about that was... She was on, um, a drug that has been, um... That has, uh, consistently been attached to people doing stupid, mind-boggling... No, it isn't. It is. No, that's been debunked. No, she, that no, no she, she said that was, she was on sleeping pills. That's it. Oh, right. It wasn't sleeping. Sleeping pills don't make you totally say racist <laughs> shit about Obama's uh, uh, cabinet. What was the tweet? What did she do? Uh, she, she said that one of, um, I think it was one of the White House officials um, was a monkey because of the African-American heritage. Uh, yeah. Where is it? Show me it. I can't. I don't have a computer. You've got the only computer. Oh, one of us needs to be talking. I forget. Um, yeah, so Roseanne, um, famous because of John Goodman, a.k.a. Fred oh, Flintstone. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Fred Flintstone and Sarah Chalk, who you may uh, remember from Scrubs. I don't. Um, she was the, the blonde one from Scrubs. The one that oh, yeah. JD, uh, I think, was in love with, maybe? I don't remember. I then don't she became remember. the voice of the mother in um, uh, wonderfully memeable Rick and Morty. Ah. Yeah. Also, I have some other trivia about that. That's Sarah Chalk? No, I can't remember. Roseanne? 
John Goodman? Oh, no, Any of these people? Should I continue just talking while you look yeah. up the thing? Fantastic. So, yeah, John Goodman. Um, no, maybe a bit neat. Oh, great. Fantastic. Cool. Um, anything else you want to say about Roseanne? No. Great. Um, good. Moving on. That was great, Angus. Hey, it's going really well so far. Thank you. I think, um, you know, I think we're, we're doing really well for the last show. Oh. I can't wait to commit ceremonial support. I know, it's so good. It's going to be so good. Should we move on to the next one? Yes, please. Now, I've heard a lot about this one, and this is kind of the classic that comes to my mind whenever I hear about TV shows that have a terrible ending. And whilst I've seen a lot of the show, but I've not seen the end, that show is Seinfeld. Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Exactly. After nine seasons chock full of brilliantly funny episodes about nothing. The soup Nazi. No soup for you. No soup for you. Uh, fans were understandably peeved when the final episode, when the final episode of this popular NBC sitcom fell short of expectations. Uh, the two-part finale saw the core foursome Jerry Kramer, Elaine, and George arrested, George. arrested for failing to help out someone in trouble, apparently breaking the Good Samaritan law. Ugh. While on trial, <laughs> they face a series of people for whom they have caused trouble over the years. From the old lady Jerry robbed for a loaf of marble rye to the yeah. virgin woman who inspired the four to hold the contest. Yeah. In theory, it was a great way to remind viewers of some of the best moments and characters of the previous seasons, like the bubble boy and the soup Nazi. Sadly, the execution did not live up to the promise. That's the thing, right, about, um, you know, um... <laughs> Seinfeld. It was a it was a show that was a great launching pad for whites. Yes. Um, and it, after all that sort of civil liberties it did, and bringing you know those those four white people to the four, what well, what do you want from it? It needs to end. It needs to end. Without Seinfeld, you wouldn't have um, Veep or. Anything that George, Costello, he wouldn't have had. He Kramer's racist rambling. Yeah. Oh, he wouldn't have um, George Costanza's um, Dunson checks in. That's for sure. His what? Dunson checks in. What's that? It was a movie where George Costanza played the manager of a hotel, and then an orangutan escapes, and he becomes <laughs> a bellboy at the hotel. Didn't he also? Didn't he also sexually assault? Um. Uh. uh um. Uh, is that Matt Orangutan? No, uh, a beautiful woman, pretty woman. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. George Casanza. Yeah, for real. Yeah, in, oh. the, in, in the film. Oh, right. That's his character in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I haven't seen that movie. What I did like about what they did for the finale or like the reunion show was that they, um, all of the winks are saying like, "Watch out for B movie." Oh, that was Thirty Rock. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, they dedicated a whole season of Curb Your Enthusiasm to doing a reunion show. Oh, that's right, yes. Whole, and it was a terrible idea and it didn't work out. That's right. Haha. <laughs> that's a great, great tidbit. Uh, thank great you. Tidbit, great fact. Um, so you, you said you watched some Seinfeld. I watched quite a lot of it. Uh, what, what made you stop watching it? <laughs> I don't know, sleep. Sleep made you... Every one of those shows that I fall asleep to. That's only half an hour. 20 minutes. Minutes. Is that enough to see you to land a nod? Oh, yeah, I'll be asleep in one episode or something. Really? Yeah. How old are you? What do you mean? Well, what, what time do you start watching things? Like midnight? No, like 9 30. You bet by, you by you're asleep by 11. Oh, look, there's nothing better than getting a good night's sleep out. Oh, I don't deny it. I don't deny it. Just 
I just thought you had more stamina than that. It's not about stamina, it's about sensible. I'm out of, I'm springing out of bed at 7.30. It's all fine and good, but I, but I feel good about it, Alex. That's good. I just, I, that's good. That's good. That's if you're feeling great about this, fine. But I just worry about that you'll never be able to watch a TV show ever again. Oh no, 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 no! I watch TV shows, but I have sort of, I, I have a, I have a, a selection of throwaway ones that are just there to keep me company for ten minutes and then usher me to sleep. So and it's fall- usually, it's usually reruns or it's like peep show for the seventh time. So you fall asleep to the television on my iPad. So does the iPad fall on your face? No. What's oh. the iPad set up? I just set it on my side table and lie on my side because I fall asleep on my side, Alex. Oh, I sleep on my nice. side. Yes, I'm a side sleeper. But then who turns off the light? The light's already off. Are you? Oh, I, I don't know if I could fall asleep with that white light. It's very. Um, put it on the lowest brightness, or sometimes just put the just cover just cover it cover the screen up entirely. Oh, it's an audio player. This yeah. Point. Oh. Can be. Can be. Can be. Will be if you do it that way. Very good. Thank you, thank you. You have really thought this through. I have, thank you. Well, the Seinfeld will never be a. Um, I want to finish it all um, while being lucid. No, exactly. Okay, interesting. Um, what else we got here? Got a whole bunch of stuff there. I want to do another segment. Oh, would you? Yeah, that's okay. Are you ready? Yep. Uh, welcome to another segment called um, Did Jeffrey Kill His Wife? Oh my goodness. This is where we invite um, local man Jeffrey. Um, on the show, who's got something to talk to us? So, Jeffrey, what are you going to talk to us about this today? It says something about your garden. Oh, uh. No, Jeffrey, I think your voice is a little bit more high pitched than that. Was it? Oh, yeah, no, I can't like that. Yeah, 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 that's oh, your voice. Hi, Alex. Yeah. Oh, hi, Jeffrey. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, nice to be so here. So, I, I hear you want to talk about your gardening this week. Yeah, I've been doing gardening. Interesting, because in the winter, it's a bit hard to grow things. Yeah, well, uh, you know, just, um,. Yeah, well, yeah? Well, some things grow in winter. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, you're acting really suspicious. No, no, really no, no, bad, no. Jeffrey. I don't want to get off on the wrong foot here again, Alex. I'm just well, nervous. Because I think last time we posited that your wife was probably murdered at, in your house and then you buried her remains in the back garden. No, no. Yeah? No, so is that no, what you've been tending no, to in your, when you're so. gardening? No, no, no one's pushing up daisies in my daisy garden, Alex. No one mentioned anything about daisies, Jeffrey. Oh, no, no, neither. I didn't either. Just, um, no, you, 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 you said it. Okay, well, well, okay, so tell me what you've been doing in your garden then. If it hasn't been tending to the the grave of your wife. Well, potatoes grow all year round, Alex. Oh, okay. I've still got lots of silver beet in the garden as well. That's been good. It hasn't stopped growing yet. Nice. Any day now, I suspect. So I'm counting, counting my blessings, Alex. Yeah, what are you counting? Blessings? Is it because you haven't been caught yet? No, but just because they've still got some vegetables in the garden from oh, yeah. the summer crop, they just don't want to yeah. stop growing. You must have a really strong fertilizer then. Yeah, well, yeah, lots of uh, mulch, Alex, and lots of lots uh, of blood uh, and bone. No, 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 Alex. That's been it, oh, it's all been cleared. It's, what's been cleared? All these rumors about. Hey, it's perfectly legal to use blood and bone, man. Well, well, no, I've I've turned over a new leaf, Alex. What have you turned over? I'm a vegetarian now. You're you're a new man because you you don't have a wife anymore? You're on the the prowl, let me say. My wife died in mysterious circumstances. Yeah, mysterious. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to do with me, Alex. Oh, that's what we hear. Yeah, that's what you hear. That's right, that's what you hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's great, Jeffrey, that you got silver bean potatoes still coming through. Um, thanks for coming on the on the show to tell us that. Uh, yeah, well, 
Well, thanks, Alex. Um, can I just say something, Jeffrey, before you head off? Yeah. Um, you are one of the world's most boring people I've ever talked to. Well, well, and had it not been for the fact that it's very suspicious that you may or may not have murdered your wife, no, no, I would I would have nothing to talk to you about. And it's really is a, a blessing in disguise that your your wife is no longer here with you. Oh, how dare you say something like that, Alex? You're a heartless person, and I don't think we should talk anymore. Well, um, you're one of our guests on our show, so you know what you have to do. Oh, okay. I think Jeffrey almost certainly killed his wife. In fact, if I put my hands in his entrails, it says, um, there's a note in here which says, um, Jeffrey's the only one that deserves to live. Which is strange because that's something that, um, David Bain said. So, <laughs> hey. Uh, what do you know? That what was, do you uh, know? Uh, what was that? What, uh, that did was Jeffrey, Jeffrey kill his wife? His wife? Yeah. And it seems like he most certainly did. I think he probably did, yeah. He probably did. Who knows? Um, so, the next show on our list, Alex, uh, is uh, Six and the City. Six and the City. Six and the City. I don't know anything about this. Do you know anything about I this? I know there was a spin-off called Fucking in the Country. <laughs> Buzzing. Thank you. Um, what's that saying? Oh, we got a text. Oh, fantastic. Uh, the text says, does the silver beat taste a little porky? Well, you're about a minute too late because Jeffrey's just killed himself. Uh, and we'll never know. Is there anything else on that note, Alex? Um, does silverbeet... Can silverbeet taste porky? Because does human meat taste piggish? Oh, I think that's what they say, isn't it? Is, is it, it human flesh tastes like pig? I think it's similar. Similar. I would imagine of all the of the, the other, other of white the meat. meats. See the other white meat. Other other white meat. And is ham is pork considered white? I think it is. What meat do you talk to? Um. Well, I imagine, like, I can't imagine us tasting like chicken or beef. So at least pork or seafood. I feel like you would taste like a big marlin. I'll probably taste like a starfish. But if you meet us in the middle, with a little porky pig. What? Great, I love having these conversations with the Angus. What Angus. made the finale of this popular HBO romantic comedy so HBO? bad? HBO. Have big oranges. <laughs> was that it went against the very premise of the show for six seasons we were taken through the life of Carrie Bradshaw Carrie Bradshaw a 30 something single living as a writer in New York City she's yeah, 30 something right. how can you live single in New York it's too expensive and look like a horse and her friend <laughs> Samantha Charlotte and Miranda oh, uh-huh. also all single oh. but dating oh they were they dating were they dating I guess they were the largely okay. female audience lauded the four women for their successes, independence, and, of course, stunning outfits. And Great. viewers seemed to want to see Carrie remain alone. And Mr. Big! she ended up with her on-again, off-again boyfriend, Mr. Big. Much to fans' disappointment. This wasn't supposed to be a love story with a happy ending kind of show. It cheapened what was supposed to be a powerful, dramatic comedy about female empowerment. Turning into a story about a woman pushing forty who finally finds her knight in shining armor. It would have been better if she ended up with the mis- Mr. Notorious Biggie. <laughs> uh. um, cheap joke, but I like it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, hey, the joke sometimes had to be cheap to fill in two hours. That's true. Um, Sex and City was a worldwide phenomenon, though, wasn't it? Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Worldwide phenomenon. Did you... With a couple of notoriously terrible films. Uh, the first one was meant to be okay, the second one was god awful. Yeah, though. they went to India or something, right? They went to Dubai. That's okay. Um, 
I haven't seen it and it's all sand to me. It's all... But is it, is it, is it, which part of India is very sandy? Beach. <laughs> yeah, true. Beach, though. Beach, though, is sandy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you, what, have you had much to do with Sex in the City? Um, I actually... It used to be on... It used to be on TV at like 11 o'clock on Sunday nights, I think. 11 o'clock on a Sunday night? Yeah, and I think I would catch some of it. What were you doing at 11 o'clock at night? Oh, no, I had a TV in my room when I was at high school. And, oh, I'm sensing a you know, theme sometimes. here. Well, it was how I came... It was the, the same way I came across Arrested Development, because they used to be on at, like, 10.30 on TV3 on, like, Tuesday night or something. But Arrested Development, you're quoting it constantly, you've rewatched it many times. But Six and City doesn't sound like you've done that. No, well, I just probably just passed it and watched it for 10 minutes. And then you fell asleep. It's not for me. It's not for me. I'm not the audience. But, uh, I'm sensing a theme here, though. You are often watching the television around 11 o'clock at night. Is that, is that unusual? No, it just seems strange that from from um, from from birth to conception to, to life to marriage birth to conception, you've been um, watching the television at 11 o'clock at night just before you go to sleep. Well, when else am I meant to watch it, Alex? I have a busy schedule. I don't know. You can watch it at nine. Oh, but what? nine is the time that I dine. You eat at nine o'clock. Why not? That's very European of you. Yes, well, I'm I'm white. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. I've got nothing against it. It's just very uncommon for people in these parts to eat at 9 o'clock. Well, it doesn't mean that I didn't. So what do you do between 5 and 9? Because you finish on my um, screenplay. Oh, you're a writer? Yes. You didn't tell me you're writing a screenplay. Yes. This is very exciting, Angus. Yes, I'm trying Because to... you're, you're very um, usually very um, shy about your writing and well, very yes, unconfident. Well, yes, that's right. Yes. Would, would you mind sharing some of your ideas? Well, I'm what's trying what's to I'm trying to summarise all three Six in the City films into one two and a half hour feature. There's three Six and Six in the City. I think so. There's only maybe, two. Maybe four. I think there's only two. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't know. I think they had another one, wasn't there? No. Uh. They wanted to do more, but um, uh, Samantha said no. Oh, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Um, so you want to you want to put make a Six in the City film which is more concise. With an act A set in New York and an act B set in um, Abu Dhabi or Where the Emirates, the Middle East. Yeah. Fantastic. And this is your life work. How long have you been working on it? Uh, for about six years. Oh, very good. Very good. Well, um, hey, I've been trying to get to know you more of this segment, but that's okay. Hello. Um, that sounds great. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, Alex, we've got 10 minutes left. Is there anything? Oh, shit! Is there anything you want to say on this radio show that you've never had a chance to say so far? Um, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. <laughs> Alex Jones' penis, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. One of the other shows on this list, Alex, is um, The Sopranos. I've got to take issue with this because I think that was a great ending. It's the way. A great, moving on. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. That's fine. The last one on this list is Two and a Half Men, which uh, which is a god awful TV show. It is. Um, uh, which about halfway through, Charlie Sheen left, and they just seem, tried to seamlessly replace it with uh, Ashton Kutcher playing a billionaire who bought the house and decided to keep the guy on. Great. Sure. Um, anyway, this show ended apparently by um, in, implying that Charlie Sheen's character came back by shot, showing a shot of his, the back of his head knocking on the house, the door's house, house door. Now's the door. A piano is then dropped on this character and the camera zooms out to reveal the show's director, um, Chuck Law, who turns around and says, winning. You think I am? And then it ends. 
I think there's actually a better ending than... That might be one of the best endings. I think so, because in terms of... If we're comparing the ending to the regular show, like, yeah. some of these are a bit of a, a, a bit of a downturn from the regular show. That seems like a, a better ending than the show ever was. That might be the best bit of writing they ever put into that show. Congratulations. It's still terrible. still awful. But compared to the rest of it, great. Fantastic. That, my friends, was the history bonanza. For the last time. Last time. Hey, it's been an honour. It's been an honour and a pleasure, Alex Angus D. Wilson. Like riding riding through the, um, the, uh, on the good ship SS History Bonanza. SS History Bonanza, that's right. Um, thank you, listeners. It's been bloody great. Uh, thanks to Radio 1 for uh, barely acknowledging us at all. Yeah. Um, hey, we're still waiting on those um, Best in Show um, Radio 1 awards that we yeah. won from the last Radio 1 awards. And we'll be looking forward to our, our golden handshake. Our severance or, package. Um, or the donation of probably over 90 hours of our time well I did get paid for mine but oh, I still, right. I still need did. a severance that's package right. though that's right because we had a contract yeah right. Yeah. I should never have neglected to not get a contract oh, no, I don't think they offered one to you oh. anyway Alex uh, there, there is one order of business still to uh, to I take think, care of oh yes and um, I think we'd, it would be remiss of us to forget this exactly um, for the last time Alex it's time for now for those, uh, for those listeners who are new to the history bonanza, I'm sorry, this will be the last, um, the last uh, mailbag. But for those of you who are new to this segment, Alex, you just want to fill in the listeners as to what the uh, what the history bonanza is. I'd love to thank you, Angus. So um, as we said at the top of the show, Angus and I are uh, doomed to um, walk the hallowed halls of Radio One, specifically underneath the desk. That is the DJ desk for the rest of our lives because of um, crimes against humanity we committed in past lives. Um, that mainly involves eating uh, the corn from Jamie Green's feet. Um, so when we get to do the show every Tuesday, well, some Tuesdays from 7 till 9, and, uh, you know, we feel like we're making a difference. Like, people are texting in, people are emailing us. It makes us feel like we're doing a world of good. Like, the, 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 what we're putting out into the world is having a positive um, effect. So when we get some emails back, it really grinds our day and livens our heart and it really puts a spring in our step and makes us go back underneath that desk um, with renewed vigour and energy. Um, so, Angus, um, is, there any, um, is there any mail in the mailbag? Loading. <laughs> oh, no. Well, um, we get very excited because it means a lot to us. If there's a couple of mails in the mailbag, a letter with a postage stamp, which would be licked, you know? We have 70 emails from Jonathan Garthwaite. What? Jonathan G? Johnny G? I think this might be more of our um, conservative weekly. Hey, someone sent us up to the conservative book. That's right. Oh, this is Town Hall PM. Oh, yeah. Top story. Obama's DHS secretary, FYI, cages or whatever you call them, weren't invented by Trump. Great. New tactic. Smugglers are pushing adults and kids into the Rio Grande to distract border patrol agents. So this are new tactics. I love tactics. Polls. Biden dips overall, but makes gains among black voters after shaky debate performance. Oh! So that's the issue Democrats bring up that makes the Trump team feel like it's Christmas time. New York AG I'm sick of this. answers Trump's charge. Do we have any real politically emails? targeting him? Let's not make this a um, vocal point for the Conservative Book Club. What, what do we have? <laughs> Is there anything in there? No, that's it. Oh, fuck. That was the mailbag.
Uh, thanks again for tuning into History Bonanza. Uh, it's been a whirlwind 18 months bringing you uh, one of the uh, lowest, low, lowest bar shows on a already pretty low bar station. Um, keep the other DJs on their toes because honestly, most of their shows are trash. Um, thanks for Radio One for. Um, uh, for something for I don't know what platform not kicking us off the space yeah um, but uh, even though we it's haven't been, more real estate. even though we probably haven't turned up for half the shows this year we probably still turned up more than most I'd say that's true I'd say that's true too so um, Cole learn to um, maybe learn to be a more gracious of your uh, volunteers in future and uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know give them a bit more encouragement and for those people out there Keep watching the skis. <laughs> Mr. Bonanza. Bye! Bye! <laughs>